Yo, pull up a chair, pull up a chair. Welcome to the Green Iron Roundtable. I go by the name of Burke. And it's your boy, Dub. Yo, man, long time no see. It's been a while since we've been back in the booth, man. Life been crazy. How you living, big dog? Hey, man, I'm just out here diddy bopping. How you living? Hey, you know, still foul. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> you can't Yo, change that. Not at all. And even if I tried, man. So, you know, life been crazy, man, you know. We took a we took a hiatus over the summer and went and got got back in school and you know got a four GPA so you know making kind of making some moves man but uh, how, how how you been man how, how, hey, how you been living hey man you know I'm just out here thugging for real yeah hey, hey, no I, I, don't know, I don't even know why I asked bro I don't even know why I asked yeah I'm still out here being a gangster so you know I got let now I'm letting the world know hey real 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 speak, you know what I'm saying yo. But before we get started, man, make sure you check us out on all the socials that uh, the Gridiron Roundtable, Apple, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, um, Overcast, all, all that good stuff, man. And then make sure you find us on Twitter at Grid Roundtable. And then while you're at it, make sure you check out our friends at Milton and Jones Handcrafted.com. Again, that is Milton and Jones Handcrafted.com. So, you know, we we weeks into the new season, man. And it's it's been interesting to say the least, man. What, what, what do you think? I mean, I just say this: if you did not, if you went uh, zero RB for your draft strategy, and you did the right thing. Yeah, especially this past week, because <laughs> yo, I was looking at you know the top scores, and I was like, yo, nobody saw this coming. You know what I'm saying? Like, well, you look at this. Saquon so far first quarter of the season, he's the RB one, and he was drafted in what second third round. Mm-hmm. Jonathan Taylor is RB ten right now, mm-hmm. and he was drafted RB one multiple places. So, I mean, we knew the RB one regression is real, mm-hmm. but man, if you just look at like the top ten, it's a bunch of names. It's a couple of names you expect to be up there, and then there's quite a few names where it's like who. Right. And, you know, I'm glad you brought that up, man, because I think that's one of the things that we touched on earlier in the offseason was that everybody was taking Jonathan Taylor, you know what I'm saying, one-on-one. Now, granted, we're three weeks into the season. It's still early. Still early, yeah. He can still turn it on and he can still finish out of the, you know what I'm saying, running back number one. And but I think he will finish strong. He will. You know what I'm saying? But that's the thing, you know, we kind of pointed that out. Last year, Derrick Henry missed half the season. You know, Christian McCaffrey was hurt majority of the season. You know what I mean? So, not I'm not saying that it's by default, but there's there were factors that played into him. You know what I'm saying? Finish as an RB one, and you know, going back to what we were talking about this past weekend, with there were so many names that were you wouldn't even expect it to hear. You know what I'm saying? Like Khalil Herbert was like running back number one last week. You know what I mean? Yeah, the phenomenal um, game. Yeah, man, Ramondre Stevenson, you know, had himself a game. Um, Brees Hall, you know, he had himself a game. So, you know, and then you got Cordell Patterson, you know what I'm saying, defining the odds, and James Robinson that's making the Achilles look like, you know what I'm saying, nothing. You know what I mean? So a lot of those big-time running backs that were taken in the first couple of rounds, like you had mentioned, man, and, you know, it's, it's, it's early. But if you invested early in those guys, you know what I'm saying? It, it hasn't it really 
Exactly. And that kind of ties into what I want to kind of talk about. One of the things that I've learned um, is, you know, the, the league is shifting, man, you know, and the league is going from being running back centric to, you know, now it's pass heavy, you know what I mean? And running backs, they just aren't hitting for what they used to hit for. You know what I mean? Like before the season, Austin Eckler was a, a lock. You know what I mean? Najee was a lock. You know what I'm saying? Who who else has been kind of struggling so far? That's just, you know, just to name a few, you know, and it's not looking too good, man. It's not. And, you know, I think for me, you know, I always, you know, I've won championships with the RB2s. So for me, you know, I never, I know I can win without a good running back. It's it's the real thing. And so now, like, you're really seeing it so Mm -hmm. far in the season. But again, you know, still very early, you know, there's still going to be some guys that need to emerge. Mm -hmm. You know, we're going to see guys fade. We're going to see guys step up. Mm -hmm. So there's still a lot of changes that's going to happen. But it definitely, when you look at the running back spectrum right now, everybody's trying to get a running back because it's 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 the field is is hard right now, and right. Um, I just hope for those people that you just drafted your overall team very well to make up for <laughs> what's not happening at the running back position. Because if you're not lucky enough to have some of the running backs that are currently going off, then it's painful at the moment. It, it, you know, it is painful, but again, it's early. You know what I'm saying? It's real early. And that kind of ties into, you know, I'm a Rams fan. And one thing that the Rams don't do is play their starters in the preseason. Well, the preseason is when you kind of get into form. So if you got a lot of players that, you know, have been sitting out, you know what I mean? And they're not yeah. in I – mean, it's, it's one thing to go through – training camp and, you know what I'm saying, OTAs and all that stuff. But until you start getting real contact, everybody's, everybody's still coming in the form. And it's it, it's showing right now. You know what I mean? Luckily, we haven't had any – well, we haven't had any big, big injuries outside of Sterling Shepard, you know what I'm saying, so far. You know what I mean? But it is one of those things where we're, I'm, I'm noticing that people are getting into – football shape and it's costing people early early games oh it definitely is and you know it's it's gonna be you just gotta hope you you can bounce back you gotta hope that schedule is favorable because <laughs> mm-hmm. i know you know for me as long as i hover around 500 i'm gonna make i i feel confident that i can make adjustments mm-hmm. on the waivers you know what i mean because a lot of guys are spending on the waivers heavy already you know what i'm saying and uh you know you just got to be patient right now understand that i I feel like for me personally it's like i'm being patient but i'm also trying to keep an eye on who's next you know because i think for me it's all about you want to try to grab who's next before they next up you know what i mean because if if, if you grab them when it's next up example man i meant to grab garrett wilson i saw him out there but I was very sick with COVID and mm-hmm. I opted to sleep over picking him up. Hey, but you know what though? Sometimes you got to make real life decisions. Hey, <laughs> <laughs> nah, man. 
it's fantasy of life. It's fantasy for life. And so, yeah, I was hurting. And uh, I was mad I missed out on him because then that week he blew up on the Browns. Mm-hmm. And then somebody blew over 50% of their fab on him. And what, I, league, what league was this? Um, well, what's the league uh, with the messed up RB strategy? Go deeper. Oh, well, you know, though, you, that, you can't really be mad at that, though, because I think he was – I was watching that, and he was dropped, like, Sunday. Oh. So there's nothing you could have done about that. <laughs> I, mean, I thought I'd seen him out there before. My bad. I was drunk off that vid. Man, because I also I, I was like, man, that oh, that kind of got my attention, too, and I couldn't put in the bid either because it was on a Sunday. But, yeah, That's man, weak. that was that – was, that was interesting, man. That was that was wild. But um, so what was what was your what do you what what was your your strategy? Um, um I just draft for all my drafts. You know, obviously it's all about the scoring. Um, that that definitely affects it. But I always I always just go best player available for real. Mm-hmm. So sometimes I might be loaded up at a particular position just because of who mm-hmm. fell to me. So an example in in one league. My first three picks were wide receivers. It was Jefferson, Tyler Hill. I'm not Tyler Hill. Tyreek Hill. And um, who's the other receiver? C.D. Lamb. Mm-hmm. You know, and that's just because in that league, those guys were just drafting up all the running backs. So then the running backs I fell back on was Chase Edmonds, Ramondre Stevenson, Jamal Williams. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? A lot of RB2 type guys. Michael so you Carter. had a good week three, huh? Yes, sir. Yes, sir. You know <laughs> yeah. what I mean? And, but yeah. but the first couple of weeks, it was not so good with them. But, you know, Tyreek was making it up for it. And I got Justin Herbert. I reached for I, – I told myself this year I was going to reach a little bit more than I normally would. So, an example, I went and got Justin Herbert in that league mm-hmm. in the fourth round. In my 2QB league, I went aggressive and got quarterbacks early. And then I think I got Kyle Pitts. And, like, I normally don't – you know, I was, I'm always on this channel talking about I wait on tight ends. And so far, I feel like you really could have waited on tight ends this year. But um, I reached for Kyle Pitts because I'm like, you know what? H- how many times am I going to get a chance to draft this guy? I was like, I'm getting him. I think I got him in like one of the fourth rounds. And in that league, I'm 3-0 and so far. So, Oh, you got him in the fourth round? It was like fourth or fifth, one of them two. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. At, at that point, I said, I don't, I don't think I've ever seen him going in the fourth this offseason at all. So he, if he made it to the fourth round, you got yourself to steal. Yes, sir. He was just dropping to me. I think it was the fourth. Um, but, you know, like I said, I've, I'm heavily about best player available. Mm-hmm. And I really do. I know running backs are king in fantasy, but I, I'm really feeling like I devalue that position. I was going to say, I'm right there with you. You know what I mean? Yeah. But I'm sorry to cut you off, though. No, it's good. Yeah, I'm just saying I devalue that position mm-hmm. because I've won championships with RB2s. And right. I know at the end of the season – middle to the end of the season, somebody's going to emerge that none of us knew. Mm-hmm. And I'm going to get that guy. That's how confident I am. I'm going to get that guy. And that's how you win the leagues. There's going to be league winners. Yep. That's how you win, man. So going back to the league that we, that we kind of um, had mentioned earlier, the Go Deeper League, that's like the oldest league that I've, that I've been in. So that one, like, you know, you everybody, everybody has, like, you know, the X amount of leagues where it's like, you know, but then you have that one league where it's like, okay, this one, you know what I'm saying, it, it kind of means a little bit more. So 
you know, that one, man, you know, it's, it's a five-keeper league. And, you know, I talked to you back and forth about who I was getting ready to keep. And, you know, I ended up trading Lamar, I'm sorry, uh, Antonio Gibson for Mark Andrews. And I had Lamar Jackson, so I had that stack. And I was like, I was getting ready to let Lamar walk, man. I'm glad you didn't. Bruh, me and you both. Um, and that really helped my strategy um, because, you know, I felt like if I kept the tight end and I, I felt if I kept the tight end that I felt could be top three and I kept the quarterback that I felt at the time could be top five, then, you know, I can really just go BPA the entire draft. And that's what I did. Running backs got away from me big time in this league. Um, they were going left, right. And so I just made a, you know, a decision that I was going to go for wide receivers that, number one, didn't have the household name yet. Number two, had the opportunity to get a big target share. Um, and number three, we're young. And so far, it's paid off. You know, I got Cortland Sutton. I got um, Drake London and Traylon Burks, Rashad Bateman. Um, I picked up Romeo Dobbs. Or, what was it? Yeah, Dobbs. I picked him up off the wire, you know, this weekend. Nice. Um, and this was just off of, you know, the news that they were going to involve him more. I was like, sure, why not? And they've been hyping him up. And I say I like to say this. Um, I'm learning that wide receivers, the correct wide receiver is worth more than a running back. To me, um, reason yeah, that's being. That's how I've been feeling. I feel you, dog. Reason being, man, you look at, you look at even, look at, you know, the Garrett Wilson. You know what I mean? He's already getting double-digit targets. That's all you need right there, man. I'm chasing targets. I want people that are going to be close to double-digit targets. I get those wide receivers that are close to double-digit targets. Everything else is going to come. I mean, statistically, it it has to come. And that's why I'm really holding on to Traylon Burks because really he only had one catch this week. He ran the most routes out of anybody on that team. And what was the biggest thing that was that was over his head, you know, over the offseason was asthma, conditioning, and is he he ran the most routes on the team. Mm-hmm. It's going to come. You know what I mean? And like you said earlier, get the names before the names have names. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So, but overall, man, um, I remember, you know, I had some stuff come up and you had the draft for me in one of my leagues, man. And um, that league, you know what I'm saying, you went wide receiver heavy, and I have one of the best wideout cores in the league. You know, some people have A.J. Brown as their wide receiver one. I have him as wide receiver one in your league. In this league, I have him as my wide receiver three, bro. Like, <laughs> hey, just, How you doing in that league, by the way? Not good, not good. <laughs> hey, hey, but, you know, I, I had a good uh, week three. Um, I had a, I had a I had a really tough loss in week two. I lost by like two points. So oh, you know what I mean. So Ooh. yeah, it, it could have been better, but you know that's just one of those things. But then I put up, you know, what I'm saying high point this weekend. Nice, and that's because of the zero RB strategy. It was one of those things where the running backs that nobody really was checking for 
as you know what I'm saying, as primary people had a week and you know the big names didn't really do much. So as a result, when you have that in combination with your wide receivers getting the targets, that's what happens. So, yeah. you know, I had a good week three. Yeah, man. I uh I lost about point five in the league. That was painful. Yeah, I would almost rather get blown out the water to the Same. point to the point to where like mathematically it wouldn't matter who I put in my lineup, I was never going to get that win. I would rather, exactly. I would rather lose that win. I feel good to, about those. Right. Than to ever, ever, ever like lose by a half a point. Exactly, man. So it's like you just gotta make those wins up and you know, I think all my I, one one side note, one thing I've been really trying to do better on last year and the year previously, I'd started doing dynasty and I have not been keeping up with them. Mm-hmm. But this season, like this off season and this season, I've been keeping up on them, man. And my teams, I got one league. I think you're in the league. It's like a five dollar league. Well, that team is just bad. But mm-hmm. my other three dynasties, mm-hmm. yeah, bro, like it's like that. It's like that, and I know one of the ones we just started up, I got, like, three – I got two firsts, two seconds, and two thirds. I think I'm 3-0 and in that league right now. Um, So, look, that team is about to be stacked because <laughs> I'm going to draft right, you feel me? Hey, uh, man, and I was going to say, like, you know, your team in that league – Man, hitting, you know what I'm saying? And there's one of those things where, you know, and you got you got all you guys hitting, and then on top of that, you have um all the draft picks, man. So you set up, bro. You you set up big time. Yeah, it's it's some draft cap, but I'm sure keeping an eye on the dude I traded with because he keep losing. I just need him to keep losing. So <laughs> yeah. You know, I'm I'm excited about it, but we'll see, man. You know, mm-hmm. I, I do want to say one other thing. Um, like who you who you keeping an eye on right now, man? Like who who's who you think gonna be some of those next guys? Um, I'm looking at Traylon Burks right now. Um, like I said, man, I just feel like I'm not gonna say it's a Justin Jefferson vibe. I'm just saying I just I, I feel that path where it's like his usage is not there to start the season, but he's in an even better situation than Jefferson was because he doesn't really have anybody to compete with. I mean, sure. You got Robert Woods, man, but look at Justin Jefferson when he was going through that two week slump to begin his career before he took off, he was going, right. he was going, you know, say competing with uh feeling for targets and feeling was very much still feeling at that point in time. Right. You know what I mean? Where Traylon is like, look at who he's around. Like, the NFL knows it's a matter of time. And that's why everybody's holding. That's who I'm looking at. I'm also looking at Romeo Dobbs. Um, I mean, anytime you got somebody catching, anytime you got somebody going eight for eight, catching passes from Aaron Rodgers and getting a touchdown against a pretty tough defense. Yeah. Um. It's another thing, too, where it's like, you know what I'm saying? Like Common said, man, it don't take all day to recognize sunshine. You know what I mean? Like, you, mm-hmm. you, you ain't got to look too hard. You know what I'm saying? It's, it's right there, man. But who you looking at? Um, You know, I uh, 
I'm trying to keep an eye on Dallas, man. Like, I really liked Michael Gallup before the ACL injury. Okay. And so he's about to come back. So he's somebody I'm keeping an eye on. Uh, this is one that's probably going to shock people. And everybody know I'm a Jets fan. Mm-hmm. But I'm going to say Elijah Moore as well. Man, I took a, some time to look at the All-22. And mm-hmm. um, I found that Joe Flacco is just not that good of a quarterback. And the reason I'm saying that is because Elijah Moore. Oh, he's getting open. He's been getting open. The ball just ain't been getting to him. And mm-hmm. so, you know, the hope there is, I mean, we don't know what we got in Zach Wilson. Right. But I do think he'll be better than Joe Flacco. So, you know, he's somebody I think that um, he's somebody that might emerge over these next few weeks. Um, and maybe even a Kadarius Tony as well. You know, Sterling Shepard just went down mm-hmm. um, with the unfortunate knee injury. I don't think Kenny G is going to be a guy. Um, he's he's not that guy anymore. Right. Um, and even if he does have a week where he's that guy, I'm not I'm not doing it. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think somebody's got to emerge out of New York because I'm not. A, I was hyping Daniel Jones a couple years back, but you know the Giants will obviously draft a quarterback, but. Man, that last game, Daniel Jones is fighting pretty hard, man. And I feel like he's going to get the ball where it needs to go. So, um, those are just some names I'm looking at. Like, Any running backs you're looking at? Oh, man. Nope. <laughs> <laughs> that was quick. <laughs> yeah. No. So, uh, you know, of course, Jamal Williams, you know, he's about to get some games because DeAndre Swift hurt. Mm-hmm. Um, let me think. Oh, so – the kid in Atlanta, how you say his last name? Algier. Yeah, I don't know when, but Cordero Patterson is not letting go. Mm-hmm. <laughs> he's just not letting go, bro. No, he's uh, not. And that's and that's one of the most confusing things ever, man. So I'm glad you brought that up because you know we just talked about that league where um, you know I said running backs got away from me, and so far I lucked up into getting. The running back three and four on the season so far was James Robinson and Cordell Patterson at the yeah. seven, twelve, eight, one turn. Um, and it's like I sit Cordell, he goes off. I play him, he has a dud. I sat him this past weekend, he goes off. But something tells me it's gonna be a matter of time, man. Yeah, I mean. In theory, right? But it's just like, but he looks he looks yeah. great when he's when he's playing though. Like that's the that's that's the the crazy part. So it's just been wild. Yeah, man. And yeah, I don't know. That's what I thought too. I'm like, yo, he's gonna take over, but Cordero is is is, is holding him off. He's holding him at bay. Mm-hmm. Um, I'll say this as well. Um, I know J.K. just came back. You know, Gus Edwards is going to be back soon. Mm-hmm. But the team is looking a little bit different schematically. Mm-hmm. I don't it- know, man, because I felt like when I was watching them with JK this past weekend, I, I felt like it was 2020-esque where it was a lot of RPOs again. And it was like you, you saw – Dobbins there and it was like okay well here's the RPO and especially on the goal line area 
You think it's different? I just feel like the... I think they're not running as much as they once were. Yeah, that's um, that's true. And so that that's just all I'm saying. And so I definitely think they uh Lamar cooking. But who knows? Who knows? I mean they 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 55-45 mm-hmm. pass to run, um, which is definitely, you know, they're not as, you know, like some of the higher passing volume teams are the Jets, Vegas, Arizona, Chargers. Mm-hmm. And Baltimore is on the latter end of that. But I don't know, man. I just feel like Lamar cooking. And you know what? It's, it's like Lamar has a grudge. And I'm going to tell you right now, um, Deshaun Watson broke the NFL. He did. With the contract, yeah. the contract fully guaranteed. Um, that's going to be the new trend. And Lamar and Jackson make it through this season healthy. And they make a deep – matter of fact, and they make it to the, he make it through the season healthy. They're making a deep run through the playoffs. This this game coming up right now, this Buffalo, they play Buffalo. This is going to tell us everything we need to know. Ooh, that's going to be a game. It's going to be a game. It's, it's going to tell us everything we need to know. And if he has himself a game and they look the part to where they can be a Super Bowl favorite, he make it through this season healthy, bro. They're going to write, they're gonna have a blank check. Because he he's, he's playing at a level that's just unreal right now. Like yeah, man. you see him take a, a a drop back. You know what I'm saying? That ball leave his hand. It's like a flick of the wrist. Is downfield, and there's little to no concerns about it being picked off. Like he's made a real emphasis on passing. You know what I mean? Yeah, he's he's shutting up all the doubters, man, and I am. Well, I fully support him. That's what, man, the past game, four touchdowns, four passing touchdowns. I'm not even including the rushing touchdown. I'm not even including the rushing stat line. He's giving you a quarterback stat line that's respectable, along with an RB1 stat line on top of that in the same game. It's it's a cheat code. Like He is a cheat code. It doesn't make any sense. And he keeps this up, man, I'm telling you. He's going to top Deshaun's record. He's going to, he's going to top Deshaun's um, um, that's what I'm looking for, man. It's contract. contract yeah. yeah, he's going to top that contract easily, bro. And he, he's, it, 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 We'll have to see because Russell just got some money and they weren't getting anywhere close to what they gave Deshaun. So the NFL is not really trying to do what they did with Deshaun, but we'll see Lamar trying to get his. And I don't, and I don't blame him. And I mean, he he put the numbers up. Dang, there's not going to he's going to have all the leverage. But I, I've have I have heard that he's he said he's not going to rumors that he wasn't going to play on the franchise tag or you know what I'm saying whatever the case may be. He shouldn't. He need to make them sweat because Baltimore no. They should have okay. paid him when they had a chance. Exactly. And guess what? Okay, they got Tyler Huntley. He looks good as a backup. But you know he ain't gonna be he ain't gonna do Lamar level stuff. No. He ain't he's not gonna be able to do what Lamar does, man. And I'm gonna tell you right now, JK, I'm watching him closely. Um I feel like if he if he looks like he's back to form, that team is gonna be scary. Yeah. An absolute nightmare, bro. It will be. And I wanted to say one thing real quick, man. In the offseason, I was trying to trade Tyreek. Mm-hmm. Um, 
And everybody said, oh, two, uh, I don't want Tyreek, two of this, two of that. You ain't holler at me. You was, nah, you was at the, uh, you was at the club. I told everybody in the club, we was in a circle. Oh, okay. okay I said, okay, okay. who wants Tyreek? I said, I'm giving them now. Let's make it happen. Everybody was just like, nah, 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 nah. Two of noodle arms. Hey. Two was supporting two wide receiver ones right now. Is all I'm yeah. saying. Yeah, and you all got yourself you got yourself a deal, man. Hey, look, we can still work work something out, though. Nah, man, I need Tyree Craven. Everybody had their chance. I was trying to sell everything. I was like, I wanted somebody to sell the farm for him, but they cat cats was acting like they knew. Well, yeah, hey, look, in hindsight, twenty twenty, man. But um, you had mentioned Russell Wilson earlier, man. Anybody, <laughs> anybody disappoint you so far, bro? <laughs> I know that was like I mean, the worst segue ever, dog. Hey, but... <laughs> I say it like this: Russell Wilson, Thomas Brady, um, because Tom Brady's not his season is not from a fantasy perspective. Mm-hmm. He's very much looking like an old man. Um. So yeah, those two are disappointing me. Um, who else is disappointing me? Zeke's disappointed me. I only got like I got like two shares of Zeke. Um, who else? I'm trying to I'm trying to run down the list. There's so many on my list so far. Those two, uh, CD Lamb's disappointing me. I mean, he had a good game last. I was gonna week. say he had a he had a good game. But man, he he made a drop before. <clears throat> Before it started, that it made you like, huh? <laughs> uh, like, really, bro? You just wide open. Yo, Jerry Judy. I know he just had. Uh, he got a rib injury, bro. He coming back up that rib injury, man. You got to cut him some slack. Nah. Hey, look. Hey, look. Next week, he pulled that same stuff. Okay. Then we got a conversation, man. But, you know, he's he trying to be a gladiator out there with them bruised ribs, man. DJ Moore. Yikes. Hey. Real quick, look, everybody was talking about, you know what I'm saying, oh, Baker Mayfield's an upgrade from Darnold, and everybody was, you know what I'm saying, he's a, he's, he's borderline top 12 robbers. No, he's not, bro. I, I knew the moment that they signed Baker, I was like, yo, this man's done. Like, Baker's not good. I don't, they keep posting all these statistics, and oh, he has, you know, this touchdown rate, and that's going to really benefit DJ Moore. No, sure hasn't. <laughs> no, like no. It sure hasn't. Hey, yeah, yeah. He's. Oh, I'm looking at his stats. He went. Yo, I hate ooh. he signed that extension, bro. I, I really, I hate he signed the extension. I hate that Terry signed his extension. Yo, we're living in a world right now, man, where. You know, some of these guys, their value took a hit, man. Like, you know, I'm the biggest Terry McLaurin fan in the world, but Washington's doing a lot right now. They're moving, you know, they're they're spreading the ball around a lot. They are, man. Shout out to that offense, but they're looking good. Carson Wentz, though, my goodness. Eagles just beat that boy. They punched that boy in the mouth. And they made, you know, that was a, that was, there was there was some intent behind that game. You know, there was there was some hard feelings there. Man, I tell you what, 
There's going to be a lot of teams drafting a quarterback this year. Oh, yeah. It's going to be a lot, man. Um, one person that I really wanted to kind of get a pulse of what you felt. Yo, Javante, bro. What? Javante Williams? Yeah, man. What is going on? Like, I'm, I'm starting to get a little bit, like, annoyed. I'm not even going to lie to you, bro. Like, I mean, yeah. You know, he's, uh, I mean, his number is, his, uh, he's being efficient. But, you know, it's all about, that offense is just not good right now. I'm going to just put it like that. Nah, they suck. That's what you wanted to say. Yeah, they do. They, they suck. Do. Yeah, man. And they just need to feed him more. But they feeding Melvin Gordon, I mean, their their touches are really even. And that's what they were saying, um, you know what I'm saying, according to all the, the beat writers and everything out of Denver. It was like, you know, everybody's, for some reason, banking on Javante just erupting and not going to be really upset when they start, when they end up, you know, splitting touches. And that's what's happening so far. Um, as far as disappointments, though, um, I don't really, you know, outside of, you know, Javante and DJ Moore and McLaurin and, um Jefferson, I'm really starting to kind of get concerned there. He's starting to get shut down. <laughs> like, dog, like, you know what I'm saying? Now, don't get me wrong. Jefferson's still one of the top dynasty wide receivers in the league. There's nothing you, there's nothing you can tell me. Like, he still doesn't have a price tag. Like, yeah, but, I, man, he, he started off like, yep, he's that guy. And, uh, but he, But you know what, though? He did go up against two shutdown corners. And they haven't given, they haven't provided the safety, you know what I'm saying, over the top. So it's going to get rougher for him then. Yeah. His schedule's not friendly. Nah, not at all. You know what I'm saying? So, and real, real quick, Ohio State, the Ohio State Buckeyes, uh, Jeff Okuda, man, dude's been balling, bro. He, 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 he came back. He came back mad. Yeah, man, he's been balling like, I was like, word, you know, um, so, but yeah, man, um, going forward, man, um, you know, it's it's interesting. I'm really, you know, interested to see what happens with the rest of these guys. Um, every, every, I feel like every win counts, but the early season, man, it just matters so much more. And I, I really can't – I think it matters more because nobody – like, people are, are getting the feel of who their who their team is. So, around this time of the year, you have mismanagement. You know what I'm saying? You got people, oh, yeah. some, you know what I'm saying, points on the – you know what I'm saying, on the bench trying to figure out who their starters are and who their starters aren't. You know what I mean? And, you know, getting these wins before people figure out who they have I feel like it pays dividends, man. What do you think? They do. Um, but for me personally, just because I've experienced it, I've started off seasons 0-3, 0-4, and then I just figure out my team. And then, you know, it's very risky, but I go on runs. So, mm-hmm. like, I do – personally, like I said, I just like to hover on 500. I don't like to live that life. Mm-hmm. But I've lived it, and I know it's possible. But um, every win counts, man. Every win counts. You know, you know you're gonna lose in fantasy football. That's how I just try to keep my mind. Like I'm not gonna go undefeated. Mm-hmm. But 
uh it's 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 been a tough start. I have a couple leagues where it's like, you know, like I'm I'm stout and I got a couple leagues where it's like I gotta make some changes. Like now it's I'm 0-3. Mm-hmm. I'm not trying to go 0-4. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, man. And you know what the, every year you figure it out, man. Every year you figure it out. And and that's another thing too, man, is everybody looks good before those buys hit. Yeah. That's it's all it's all about who's gonna have that. Yeah. Yeah, man. It's all about who's gonna have that depth. You know what I'm saying? That depth Thanks. is gonna really determine everything. Because every everything, you know what I'm saying, gravy when you when you full powered, you know what I'm saying? But the moment that your player that's been carrying you has their buy, you know what I'm saying, that's when things can change, man. So we'll find out then. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Well shoot, man. Yo. It was, it's, it's been good getting back in the booth, man. It's been good. We're going to have to keep this up. And um, we're going to have to, you know what I'm saying, keep at it, man. So who, who, we're going to close it out, but who are you most excited for in week four? Who, who, who am I most excited for? Golly. Uh, it's a tough question, man. There's a couple of people. Uh, Jamal Williams, I want to see how he steps up mm-hmm. in place of Swift. Mm-hmm. Um Oh, dude, I want to see Damian Pierce keep going. And mm-hmm. I'm going to tell you who, because I've been hype on my boy, um, Ramondre Stevenson. He finally ate. He's got a backup QB. Mm-hmm. That offense is going to be putrid. I have a feeling they're going to be dumping that ball off. So I'm really excited to see if he starts turning a corner even more. What about you? I'm looking forward to see what Dobbs does with his opportunity. I'm looking forward to see what Burks does with his opportunity. Um, so we'll see how how those guys do. They got some tough matchups, but um, we'll see how it pans out. Well, so man, so we're gonna get up out of here, man. It's good talking with you. Um, Likewise, dude. Make sure you check us out on all the socials. You know what I'm saying? Uh, Grin Out Roundtable on Instagram, um, on on anywhere you get your your podcast. Spotify, Anchor, Overcast, Apple Podcasts, the Grid Iron Roundtable, and Twitter at Grid Roundtable. Check out our good friends at Milton and Jones Cancaster.com. Again, that is Milton and Jones Cancaster.com. And um, it's good talking football with you, man. And um, until next week, man, we out. <laughs>